Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, as always, Martin Kelly was here in the flesh. Yeah. Which was uh, good which is always good. He covered a lot of ground. Bowls, Deadline Day, mm-hmm. and David Moyes Podcasts, um, amongst other things. Um, we also spoke to Mike Ward, a bit of non-sporting TV. Yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. That. We had a bit of a conversation, didn't we, about uh, yeah, various uh, Spurs things. And, yeah. And you think that'll do everybody? I think it will. Okay, fair enough. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, yes. Good afternoon, Paul. And, uh, yes, you weren't overly confident even at 2-0. I, th- I, th- I thought Spurs played quite well in the first half. It, I th- no, I'll tell you what it was. So it wasn't at... Flat. It wasn't at 2-0, Andy, last night. It was at 2-1 that I wasn't confident. I take you back to a, a, our infamous game at the lane where Tottenham uh, led Manchester United, uh, Manchester United in their mm. pomp team, 3-0 at half-time. And we all sat there saying, just got to hold out for 10 minutes. And really, <laughs> yeah. just a tight 10 minutes, calm the whole thing down, then we can get going. And all we've got to do is concentrate. We've got to track our runners, we've got to keep our shape, we've got to be on it, we've got to clear, we get chances to clear. And I think Andy Cole scored after 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. And had I had access in those days to a betting app, I probably would have done what I did last night. Because mm. I'm I, I, shame on me in some ways. But I heard what Darren Ambrose was saying when I was walking the dog after the game last night. Um, at 2-1, I thought, I'm going to make this interesting. And I had a bet on City 5-2. <laughs> because I knew... It yeah. felt like that. And it's just that inability to defend properly and ride out that 10 minutes. Uh, Jamie Carragher, after the game, I watched the punditry back, and uh, he, was, he was spot on. He said the problem is that, that um, Conte has a, he is a defensive coach and he has an idea and a system and a way he likes to play, but unfortunately doesn't quite have the quality of players to mm. play it at the moment. But he will still rigidly... Stick to that system because that's what he knows and that's what he thinks works. Um, but as I said, he, I mean, look at the wrecks last night. It's individual mistakes. It, yeah, it, long lay for the fourth goal. I mean, terrible, you, you know, that thing of trying to take it down on his thigh and then get it back to uh, Lloris, but he switches off. He doesn't think Mares is going to be there. And also, it's a funny game. The turning point for me was the Perisic chance. It was such a lucky yeah, clearance. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, at Tottenham, you if know, it, Tottenham, three three, it might have been a different. We would have been story. three two to Tottenham. 
Yes. At that stage, it was two. It was, was it two, two, two? Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, had they scored. Oh, yeah, and then he made the big mistake, Perisic, immediately afterwards, didn't he, when he went yeah. for it? I mean, he, he went to try and get the ball. Mares, he didn't quite get the man or the ball, did he? So, yeah. well, look, it, um, I wasn't quite sure. Tottenham did all right in the first half, and I've seen them play much, much worse than that this season. At least it wasn't the same pattern of being 2-0 no, no. down. And City, so, City weren't right in the first half. No. Of, I was thinking at Grealish. I thought Pep's really coached the Grealish out of Jack Grealish. <laughs> but but uh, he was bizarre after the game, wasn't he? We're going to talk to Bill Burrows, yeah, who was got, the got, editor of Blueprint, the old City fanzine back in the day. Because he knows they're not really playing that well. Though that yeah. could be a turning point for them. I tell you what was interesting, though. Edison going mm. long quite often to beat Spurs uh, press. You yeah. know, Pep's not afraid to do that. All you slaves who hope you're listening to playing out on the back, yeah. take note. Seriously, you, you can't just play out the best teams all mix it up. The time they? you've got to mix it up. Yeah. And uh, talking of teams that do that, eleven players for two positions. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, you've signed uh, one of our old boys, uh, Noni Madweke from uh, PSV, haven't you? But honestly, how many players? That's thirty-one players in your got squad. Eleven players for two positions. Wow. Okay. Pulisic, ZX, that, that Sterling, reworking Felix, seven brides for seven Mudrick, Hudson-Odoi, Mount, Maduaker, Havertz, Omari, Hutchinson and Chapwamaker. Wow. All will complain in those positions. It's bonkers. It's just, why don't you buy the players be, you need? Surely will be queuing outside Graham Potter's door, all the players who aren't playing. <laughs> he's going to have to... He's going to have to have a cashier number four, please. He's going to have one of those ticket things you have in the butchers in the supermarket. I feel for Potter. How's he supposed to get... You know, yeah. I mean, he said this. Fit. He said this. You can't have that many players in a squad. And it's very hard to turn players over I, like I that. I don't get you know? it. I don't get what they're doing at all. But mm. there we go. Um, everybody points to Brentford and then their recruitment, which does seem like a slightly better idea, really. And uh, although one thing it says here, that Brentford have the scare, the fans who are the most scared. Thirty-two yeah. percent of them have a fear of heights. You've got a fear of heights, haven't yeah. you? They, they can't, they can't you? handle being eighth. <laughs> That's probably what it is. I know you've got a thing about heights. Do you sit yeah. that high up in the new stand or not? No, I, no, yeah. not just. Uh, well, so that's uh, a real uh, nitwit survey, isn't it? I mean, yeah. what does it what does it mean? I mean, how many people did they speak to? They probably spoke yeah. to. Four people, and they said, oh, 32% of them were scared of heights. Did you see that Leicester City are furious at drones flying over their train yard? I wouldn't say they're worth spying on at the moment. I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did see that. I don't think the guy was spying. He was just being a bit pig-headed, wasn't he? He said, I, well, I think I, I, within my rights to do this, but they they chased him off. Um, this is a, a bit of a shock news. This way, then we saw this. This was a, a, a football tournament uh, not getting any bigger. Plans for a 32-team Euros will be axed by UEFA next week. Future tournaments will stay at 24 nations after Chiefs decided mm. the qualifying competition would be valueless for TV deals. So it was commercially led, yeah. but still, are you watching Gianni Infantino? Uh, seriously, this is it's, bigger isn't always he better. Couldn't, he'd love a 200-team World Cup. Yeah, because they'd all vote for him, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's all yeah. he cares about. Indeed. Um, now, we should thank Bob in our broth. He, he thought he would go and check out the yeah. uh, referees for the forthcoming... Club World Cup, didn't he? And he, he, he does. Was, he's very interested. He in was taking a look at that. Yeah, and really. uh, among the referees mm. uh, involved, Anthony Taylor will be there, but also the Chinese referee, mm. um, Ma Ning. Ma Ning yeah. is Alan. Alan's a bit. I yeah. do love my favourite <laughs> ref. Says, at the, Alan's favourite ref. M A N I N G. Ma Ning. Ma Ning. Yes, yes, Alan does feature uh, in today's <laughs> clips of the week. Yeah, he was out with Rod Stewart last mm. night. You know. 
It's all right for Rod. Yeah. You know, he can get up at 10 o'clock and play with his train set. I bet he gets up a bit later. Alan's that. got a beer at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so uh, we will be bringing you a couple of oh, clips yeah. in the aftermath Pretty good, really, of it? that a little bit later on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. If you're a pro- professional footballer this weekend and you're playing in the Premier League and you're listening to this, if you score an absolutely magnificent goal or put in a brilliant assist for uh, the winning goal, can you celebrate I'm sick of these players like Elisa and Ziyech. What is wrong with these people? Oh, I'm sorry you're getting paid an absolute fortune for doing something you love. So you want them to be happy? Well, of course. It's pathetic. Honestly, <laughs> absolutely pitiful. <laughs> you know, they're an absolute fortune. They're doing something that people would love to do. Mm. You know, they've, they've given people loads of pleasure and joy and they sit there like, looking like it's the worst thing that's ever happened. I did not get that reaction from Elise the other night. I know. It was really, really odd. But you know, everybody's got there. Maybe he was celebrating inwardly. <laughs> it, it was. It was quite a strange reaction. I'll give you that. But I suppose everybody, as we said, everybody's got their own way. Now, Andy, yeah. um, mm. you're happily married. I don't expect you to uh, be involved in this show. But they're doing uh, Love Island for older people. Are they? They're going to do it. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's right, and uh, uh, it's uh, it's going to be called Your Mum, My Dad. Children trying to set up their single parents. Really? Um, oh, your the... mum, my dad, I yeah. see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, so will you watch that? No, I don't even watch the I don't think they'll go one. down the old swimsuit route, will they? It, it, does, seem, uh, it does seem quite unlikely. No, no, I don't think so. And, uh, and if um, I win it, I won't be wearing a, a cat suit like Ekin's suit. <laughs> Ekins, Ekins. I think Ekins I was. Soup. I was shouting something very similar at the telly <laughs> after City's fourth goal last night. Do you get the marketing of the Beckham kids? I don't get this. What footballer playing for Brentford reserves would be the face of a sports brand like Puma? It's mad, isn't it? Honestly, I don't get it. But there you go. I suppose they do attract yeah, a lot of attention. Companies approach you. The uh, tabloid newspapers. This this constant drip, drip, knocking of Gary Lineker. This one's a s- fantastic from Simon Randall. Yes. He said, uh, wrote to the Sun today, in the Wolves v uh, Liverpool match, Gary Lineker said how toasty warm he was in the BBC studio. I'm sure freezing pensioners forced to fund this outdated corporation will be, you're right, mate. Yeah. He just said he was warm. That's a bit it of a str- It's a bit of a stretch, yeah. isn't it? That one, really. really. Give it now, rest, a, a myth was nailed yesterday. They often say if a, if a, a bird mm. poos on you, it's supposed to be lucky, isn't no, it? I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, Alex Verev was playing at the um, Aussie Open, mm. and that's what happened to him. And he went on and lost. Uh, he lost in four sets. So that's the end of that. So then. it wasn't that lucky. Clearly, no. clearly not that lucky. And uh, what a great uh, quote from Rob Andrew, the Sussex chief executive. Yeah, brilliant, mate. He's talking about Steve signing yeah, Steve Smith. We were Smith. railing against this with who was it? Mahami. The other, oh, no, yeah. with uh, Nick Compton, weren't we? Yeah, that's it. He says, to have arguably the world's best batter play uh, for us is great. It's great for us and for the championship. Yeah, not not so great for England, yeah. though. Don't worry about He's it. He's going to play three county championship games just to get his eye in ahead of the Ashes. Why are we doing that? Is he paying Sussex? Because he ought to, really. Imagine they're paying him handsomely. Yeah. I think we should, we, Sussex fans who support England should boycott it. He should. <laughs> yeah. They should. Jeffrey it's, it's... boycott it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Clips of the week to come a little bit later on, but it being Friday at three o'clock, that means Martin Kellner uh, turns his eye to uh, a week of sport 
on TV. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's quite a fulsome list, Martin, from what I can see. And he's here live and unleashed. Yes. Yes. Hello, Martin. Because you're off to you're off to off the, the London match. Stadium tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the death match. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the it's the turnaround game. The game that David Moyes. And the West Ham fans look back on and say, that was the moment yeah. when we set ourselves on the it's way to the Champions League final. It's always a sensible strategy to give the manager just one match. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, a, it's a savior's job. Mm. Anyway, it'll be interesting. Mm. Uh, I've been watching the the Potters. Is this I about Graham Potter? No, it's not. It's oh. the World Indoor Bowls Championship, uh, uh. which we uh, aficionados do call the Potters because it comes from the Potters Leisure, leisure Centre. Yeah. Leisure yeah. Resort. Yeah, yeah. Leisure Resort. Is it oh, a resort? resort? I thought it was a centre. A whole resort. It's, it's, it's a resort. Um, and the continuity, <laughs> continuity announcer uh, is on at about two o'clock in the afternoon, just after the uh, the politics. One o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And the continuity announcer says, Norfolk is where the action is, which is a sentence you don't hear that often. Um, and it goes over to the Potters. Which, I mean, it's it's very skillful. Yeah. And I've learned a bit about it. It's a bit like the, the commentary was saying you've got to get your first two when you because it's in n you have 11 ends in, yeah. the, in the final and um you've got to get your first two bowls absolutely right if you don't win it's a bit like greyhound racing you know greyhound racing the dog's got to be in the lead in the f- the first bend yeah and that's the only way you're going to well, get like speedway, speedway as andy always says and speedway yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> the same and bowls yeah. is who knew bowls i mean bowls fans mm. did mm. um but if you don't get the first two balls exactly right yeah um you're not going to win the that particular end mm. Uh, and then it goes into a set, so you have 11 ends and then I thought you'd be more finals. crown green from the Waterloo yeah. Hotel in Blackpool. Good wood. Like, yes, <laughs> a good, good wood. But yeah. the uh, it's interesting because these aren't wood. I'll tell you what no. they are. The, guy, the commentator did say what they were. It's a composite surface, a composite uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he says uh, it's composite material. Mm. He says it's all computerised, oh, and it's only that's when a you... bit of a catch-all, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, I like. <laughs> Don't ask. Thing. It's all it's all computerised. It's all computerised because they know who the audience is. Yeah, they know the audience is people who basically normally would be watching Lingo, uh, <laughs> and for this, while the Potters is on, you watch the Potters. Potters um, sounds good. I'm looking here mm. because they they promised as a big tick next to the words West End Quality Entertainment. Mm. So I I click through. And it was quite impressive because then it says West End Quality Entertainment with legendary artists like the Beatles, Elton John, Queen, and Rod Stewart. Yes. Oh, coming from these fine shores. Okay, well, not necessarily appearing at Potters for obvious reasons. No, obvious because the reasons. Beatles are going to reform. It's well, sadly <laughs> the, the, the members that are still with us. Then mm. it seems unlikely they're going to choose the Potters Leisure Resort. That's true. But <laughs> if you're into the finance, I suspect you might get Shawadi yeah. Wadi at the weekend. Okay. One of the sort of seventies weekends. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's if always you, an impression you're tempted to do that, but you can't. So let's just move on. Yes, yes, absolutely can't <laughs> yes, do that. Yes. Um, so anyway, so I watched that, and, and uh, it does. Uh, it is interesting, and, it, and yeah. it's good. And uh, you can pick up lots of doublons. I was watching a women's match, <clears throat> and they said one of the women they described she's very quick on the mat. 
Oh, OK. Quick and on the mat, my thought. Come on, grow up, Kelman. Yeah. <laughs> how, how old are you, for goodness exactly. sake? Yeah. Now, um, I've recorded this little series, because our own Jim White obviously pops up in it, mm. because it's about deadline day, isn't it? It is. Uh, a, a lot, there's, it's, there's a lot of spurs in it, because oh, right. um, a lot of it is about uh, Jafet uh, Tanganga. Oh, OK. And uh, he's, I mean, he's still with you at the moment. He didn't go anywhere, did he? No, so he didn't they, go anywhere. They, yeah. But it was rumoured that he might go to Inter Milan, mm. Uh, and a lot of the programme, there's certainly, I've only watched episode one, there's four okay. episodes, and a yeah. lot of the episode uh, one is about the uh, his agent, Roberto Di Fanti, right. and your, um, your guy uh, who's in charge of... Uh, Baratici. Yeah, that's the oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they meet, uh, there's a do at the Italian embassy. Mm. So they meet up there to have a chat about uh, Tanganga. Mm. Um, but there's all, it's, it's like a scene from Goodfellas. <laughs> there, there's a lot of hugging and there's a lot of uh, banter and that sort of thing yeah. uh, about how he never rings him back and uh, they're always cancelling lunch, and a lot of slapping on the back. Yeah. And they all have sunglasses out of their, um, the front of their shirts right. and all that sort of thing. Nice. So it's uh, so is it is it kind of real insight, real behind the scenes stuff you wouldn't get anywhere yeah. else? Would you say? You yeah, can, I would yeah. say that it's that. <clears throat> yeah, I would Good. say it's definitely yeah. that. It's all very. Um, I mean, you have the normal interviews. You've got managers interviewed. David Sullivan is in it. Yeah, um, looking even more dyspeptic than he normally does. <laughs> he really looks as though he's mm. just had a bad herring. And uh, <laughs> he, he, runs, you know, he doesn't like the transfer. He, you know, his exact quote, and I've written it down here, is, it's just not nice. Oh. He says, late <clears> in the window, you're signing players you shouldn't be signing. I thought, well, tell me about it. Um, but, yeah, he, so he doesn't like it. Steve Parrish is on quite a lot mm. as well. He calls it the art of the possible. And the, as far as the managers go, it is about uh, about signing players because there's loads of uh, pressure on them. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so... Uh, have they got a section of Sky reporters yeah, trying to report do. with people behind doing all well, sorts stopped, of terrible stuff? Not as much as now, I think oh. they've yeah. sort of... Uh, Shame, that was fun. They, that yeah. was fun, wasn't it, in the early days? And I think it's <laughs> largely about how it looks now. Yeah. Um, and it's quite slickly done. I think it's Adam Dark, I think, who's uh, produced the oh, whole okay, thing. Right. And he, he always does a, does a good he job. He certainly he's, does. Yeah, we know Adam, yeah. He's the serious producer on that. So well, I'll check uh, it out. Um, it sounds good. Yeah. I, I recorded the first one. I just haven't got around to watching it, but... It, it did yeah. look interesting. There's a lot of stuff about uh, Tanganga. Mm. Also, mm. Um, they so they go to Germany. I mean, they, they've done it properly. They go to Germany, and there's uh, uh, the transfer of uh, Junior Adamu uh, and Cucho Hernandez, who's gone to the uh, States, Columbus crew in the States. So, um, if you're interested in the transfer window, and, and there is huge interest in it. Well, who isn't? It's, uh, yeah, who isn't? I'm doing no. business. No, you're Andy's not there. Andy's no, just buying stop. lots of lots of stop by. Yeah. Andy, Andy did shout, "Put your checkbook away." Yeah, uh, Bowley, which is the first time it's ever happened at a football match. Well, like. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I think that uh, Andy and David Sullivan are as one in that. Yeah. Interesting about them. Before we leave the Potters, yeah. they've now got uh, an MC rather like the darts mm. and uh, right. and the boxing and yeah. everything. Uh, he's called Jack Jenkins. I suspect it's not his real name. I'm just guessing. Yeah, you think he's gone for the alliteration? Just sounds, yeah. Jack yeah. Jenkins. And so they bring them on to, to rock music. Ah. 
so the, the women's final... So that walk-on music, yeah. That walk-on music, yeah. yeah. It's Catherine Rendell and Carrie-Anne Glenn yeah. were in the final. And, uh, you know, they're, they're very skillful, lovely ladies. What do they come on to? I predict a riot or something? No, it's yeah. not. That would be a hell of an idea. Yeah. But they do come on to a bit of rock music. Nice. And I thought, mm. just seems a little incongruous. So they, they look like primary school teachers. Yeah. And I thought, you know, they're not... Um, they didn't seem that rock and roll to me. Um, but Jack you... Jenkins is, is... I'm just looking uh, looking ah, up his CV. Mm, Jack's known to the Potter's Resort, has done, was worked as a compound and entertainer. Ah, right. You'll also catch him on a Fred Olsen cruise. Really? Quite possibly. Nice. And, uh, yeah, just some of the things... Does it say a Fred Olsen cruise? Have you made that No, up? it says a Fred Olsen cruise. Ah. Yeah. Well, Post an entertainer on Fred Olsen. Well, that's interesting because Potters mm. run a cruising thing now oh. called Imagine Cruising because all the players were... That's right, the, they're the sponsors, uh, were the logo, Imagine yeah. Cruising. So whether it's Potters running Imagine Cruising... Well, um, curiouser and curiouser. It now, is. before we go, I've, I've, I've saw somebody tweeting about this. It does sound interesting. This is a podcast, not strictly... Um, a week of sport it's on, on TV. It's on YouTube, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. I suppose it is telling on that basis. Um, but um, it's David Moyes. Interesting timing to give an in-depth yeah. uh, interview mm. like this, Martin. Tell us. I don't think he's done himself any favours. I okay. really don't. Because on this interview, he's asked how he identifies who's a West Ham player. Yeah. So who he's going to sign and that sort of thing. And he admits, I wouldn't admit this, but he admits that he had the chance to sign Alvarez. Um, but didn't think he was right for West Ham. Wow. Uh, you know, because he's <laughs> good and he scores goals. Yeah. But I, I thought he's really not, uh, you know, he's yeah. not doing himself any favours. I'm not sure and I'd the, admit that. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. And the whole thing, as you say, it's an odd thing to do. Mm. Um, it's an hour and a half. It's Diary a long, of a CEO, isn't it? Which is it's Diary of a CEO. Steve Bartlett. It's yeah. a hugely popular yeah. uh, podcast. And uh, he's often very good. Richard Osman did one of those. Mm. And it was, uh, it was really good. But I. I'd rather take the view that Simon Jordan on this station uh, took, which was that, you know, he's talking about creating a new West Ham, etc. Um, and what Simon was saying is that he's not the CEO. He was talking as if he was the CEO of West yeah. Ham. He's the manager. Win some bloody football matches. <laughs> you know, basically, that, that's his Thank job. you, Caller. It's Martin yeah. in Leeds. Well, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I won't be alone in feeling that. No, um, no definitely not. You know, he wants, he wants to build a new West Ham, etc., etc. Some of us quite like the old West Ham. You know, I mean, what David Moyes is saying, our West Ham in the old days were always a bit flaky. Well, you know, fine, we had a good couple of seasons, as we have had under under Moyes, you know, yeah. and, and full credit to him for that. We had a couple of good seasons, but then we'd be in a relegation struggle. It was always that way with West Ham. Um, so he's not really changing that. Mm. You know, we're still a bit flaky. Um, yeah. But it's not been very entertaining. The last 12 months, of, you know, you can count on fingers of one hand the really entertaining matches. Well, a big one tomorrow, and you will mm. be there, Martin. Mm. Mm. Indeed. But, uh, and so you'll catch a few hours, Kip, because I take it you're on overnight tonight. Yeah, right? yeah. I've, well, I've stopped sleeping to a large extent oh, okay. because um, <coughs> because of this kidney stone that I've got. Oh, oh OK. <laughs> I've just, you know, yeah. sort of sleep for 20 minutes and then... Oh, dear. Then well, that's a painful. Otherwise, it's no fun. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time to look at some non-sporting TV if you've got time. Uh, with Mike Ward from the Star. Hi, Mike. Hi, guys. Brighton Corner. Oh. Um, oh. Stories today linking Chelsea to Moises Casado oh, and also even Basuma. Tom Bowley just didn't even buy Brighton. He should have bought Brighton <laughs> well, instead I, of Chelsea. That's pretty much, pretty much what I've been saying, yeah. isn't it? But, um, but if he got Basuma and Casado, he's, he no, basically wants the player. Want them. Forget he it. wants I, the I, player that replaced the player. He wants them both, just in oh, case. I, I think it's... it's um, I'm, I've, I've decided I'm, I'm just one of Brighton's philosophical fans I think yeah. after a while you could tell that a philosophical fan is the one that has his own name on the back of a shirt rather than any <laughs> players well Trossard's yeah. gone are you, how are you feeling yeah. about yeah, that I'm not sure that that's great managing by De Serbi Trossard's think, one I, of Brighton's best players yeah I think I mean you know obviously there was the fallout and I don't we don't know the ins and outs of that but 21 million doesn't seem an awful lot I thought we'd get yeah. a lot more than that I, didn't I don't have really long understand. left on his contract did he I think no, it's 21 think it's, plus add-ons I think it could uh, be a bit nearer could, 30 could or to £21.50 yeah. Yeah. anyway my wife likes this section and she doesn't like she football, does she doesn't want to hear about football now this sounds quite cheery the chemistry of death on Paramount Plus I thought I'd kick off in a nice heartwarming start this is on Paramount Plus a new series just started um it's about, I mean, the, the premise is basically as a, a genius uh, medic based in London who has a harrowing experience and decides to up sticks and relocate uh, to the sticks. Mm. Up sticks, I use twi- sticks twice sticks. in the same sentence. A lot <laughs> yeah. of sticks going <laughs> on there and become a, a, a village GP. Right. So you're kind of thinking, yeah, we've seen that format before, haven't we? Mm. But then all of a sudden he's walking around in one of those white sort of all-in-one forensic onesies and going yeah. to sort of grisly murder scenes. So it feels a bit like Doc Martin meet Silent Witness which is a, a concept which I'm probably how they pitched it amazed well, no one has explored before right now, it's actually quite good but it's very very dark Silent Witness has jumped the shark a bit this series I think. Uh, can you understand what's going on or is it just yes, me yeah it's just a bit odd every week they're in you danger you have to be a forensic you know, pathologist well, to understand well, it well no yeah. can't they just solve a crime without being in danger <laughs> no yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they, one week they should just do some parking fines or something or they just yeah. pace it a bit yeah because you know okay well we'll put that to the story editor um chemistry <laughs> of death paramount plus and watch that whenever you like yeah. uh death in paradise yes yeah, so i've just got a death special today oh, it's a de- a death. Death it take us into the weekend yes um, uh, Brad- Brad- bradley, bradley walsh's, walsh's son, son yeah. yeah barney walsh who of course appears in their um, breaking dad series on icv yeah. uh on his own for this one as a guest star no particular significance i thought i mentioned that um 
And uh, at the start of the thing, someone dies, oh, which is un- un- unheard of before the opening <laughs> titles. Yeah. Um, uh, he's the one who discovers the, the, the body. It seems to be some sort of con artist who's uh, got okay. their comeuppance. But we shall see. Um, so that's uh, obviously 9 o'clock BBC One tonight. Bank of Dave, new film on Netflix. Uh, that's from Monday. That's available. Rory yeah, no, it's actually, it... that has oh. arrived. It oh, arrived it on Monday. Right. I just thought I'd put that in. Okay, no problem. Big, big Burnley fan, uh, uh, Dave, Dave Fishwick. It's who, a true uh, story. This, it's a true it? story, yeah. This is a guy who some years ago... He was He's been on Channel 4 series or whatever. Some, mm. you know, I did an interview with him a couple of years ago. He's the one who's tried to, decided to take on the big banks by trying to set up his own small high street bank. Uh, largely because um, some while ago he, he sort of lent out money to sort of his local businesses and local people and just felt people were being exploited and wanted to do it in a more sort of socially responsible way. So this is his story and Rory Kinnear plays the guy. It's a sort of very sort of breezy Brit flick in keeping with the character of the guy himself. Yeah. Very sort of yeah, it sounds fun. Um, now, um, Michael McIntyre's big show seemed to get a lot oh, of good it was press. So good last week. Yeah, uh, I saw Ali Ross talking it up. I'm sure you, you're obviously. I mean, it's kind of old school Saturday night entertainment, yeah, which is, is a difficult thing he's to He's a master at what he it's does. It's exactly I that. Think. And I know he gets a lot of flat from certain people, probably jealousy a lot of the time, to be perfectly mm. honest. But yeah, he does it He does it superbly. And yes, you can watch it cynically and sort of see how it's all put together and, you know, and, and, and certain things are a little bit sort of manufactured. But that's how TV works. I mean, you've got to be fairly realistic about things. And he he is, he is a master at it, and it is genuinely funny. And uh, this latest one, Alison Hammond is the one who gets her phone taken. And they do that whole thing where he sends a, a sort of embarrassing message to the people on, uh, on her contact list. And Peter Crouch um, is uh, is on uh, in the uh, the uh, midnight game midnight show. game show thing. Last week. I think they where, ran out of time. Where he's just he's just he and Abby are disturbed while on holiday in Portugal. She's in on the joke. Obviously, he has yeah. nothing to do. And she talks in the program about how she had to persuade him not to sleep naked, knowing that the TV cameras are going to burst in the room <laughs> um, and disturb them during the night. So, so that's yeah, t- t- 10 to 7 on Saturday. And just very quickly, BBC Two, 9 o'clock, the Warship Tour of Duty. This is a new series about HMS Queen Elizabeth I, operational mission, like behind the scenes with the Royal yeah, Navy. Absolutely, uh, yeah, brilliant new series, six-parter, starting 9 o'clock on, on, um, on uh, Sunday, Sunday night. night. And yeah, it's, 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 we've seen this sort of thing before, but it's always fascinating and to look at these guys in danger. But uh, what I love is the sort of matter-of-fact when you go behind the scenes and the jokiness and the camaraderie, so it's not all about the sort of fierce hideousness of the conflicts that they're, you know, they're, they're, they're potentially risking being involved in. Yeah. This guy, this guy is being sort of very amenable, so it's good fun and very accessible. And no time, sadly, to talk about the big show next week. Robson Green's weekend escapes, which is Robson Green goes paddleboarding in the North Sea with Les Ferdinand. Who got mobbed by fans? Which, yeah, <laughs> which is also. Definitely uh, an Alan Partridge Absolutely. idea. Uh, cheers, Mike. We'll catch you with you next week. Cheers, guys. When you'll have no players left, of the way Chelsea are going. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, um, we're going to hear from a new gaffer. Um, Mick McCarthy is back in football. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gone to. Um, hear about this? Gone to Blackpool. I did see this. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you've heard any of the press conference. It was quite an interesting answer in his press conference. He was asked why he's decided to go and manage Blackpool. This is what he had to say. Well, you know, I took a look around the place and uh, I thought I can do something here. You know, really achieve things quickly. Like, uh, you know, riding the big one, lunch at that big Harry Ramsden's, going up the tower. You know, you can get so much done in one day here. So I expect you'll see me in Mark Kelly's karaoke bar most nights. I'll be there singing This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us. Always reminds me of Roy Keane, does that. So, 
As long as I'm still here for Strictly Week, I'll be uh, I'll be a happy camper. Sorry, what's that? The team's second bottom. Oh, sackcloth and ashes. <laughs> Good old Mick. There he is. Uh, well, of course not. That was our only indenter, of course, as Mick. But probably quite a lot of the stuff he would have said himself. But thank you very much for that, Dan. It's very kind of you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Here we are. That was this afternoon show. Uh, we'll do it all again on Monday. Danny Kelly will join us. Andy Brassel as we look back on the Premier League and the European weekends. We'll have some clips of the week pewter for you as well. Cool, that's new transfers for Ch- at Chelsea. Yeah, you'll have a few more players in by then. Fantastic. <laughs> we'll have a couple of hundred million quid spent, quite possibly, by Monday. So until then, have a great weekend. Enjoy all the sport. Enjoy all the games on Talk Sport. And we'll catch up with you then. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.